Welcome to Daily Daf Differently, a Jcast Network podcast. This daily podcast invites you to join us to study the Daily Talmud page with a variety of liberal rabbis and teachers. For more information about Daily Daf Differently, please visit jcastnetwork.org slash ddd. For more information about the other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. Welcome to Daily Daf Differently. I'm Rabbi Michelle Greenfield, and today we will be studying Pesachim Kafchet, page 28. Picking up where we left off, or close to where we left off yesterday, we're still in a conversation where Rabbi Yehuda is trying really hard to convince all the other Chachamim that Beor Chametz, that getting rid of Chametz, must be done by Srefa, must be done through burning. He's gone through a number of arguments, start with, starting with Akal Vachomer that they rejected, which we saw yesterday, and all of his arguments have been shot down, either because they're poorly constructed arguments, or just because they find another case that can prove him wrong. Rabbi Yehuda just keeps trying, he keeps bringing up examples of things that need to be burnt, and he keeps being told over and over that they're not good parallels. The last argument that he brings up begins, Chazar Rabbi Yehuda v'dano dinacher. Rabbi Yehuda came back and tried again with another argument. He says, Notar yeshno babal totiru. The chametz yeshno babal totiru. Both notar and chametz, we talked about notar yesterday, which is the leftover from the sacrifices that are supposed to be eaten after the time that they can be eaten. Both notar and chametz are subject to the rule of bal totiro, of you can't leave anything over. He says, ma notar basrefa, af chametz basrefa. They both follow the same rule, so just as notar has to be burned, so chametz must also need to be burned. If they both follow this same principle of bal totiru, we need to do the same thing to both of them, right? Amrulo, the Chachamim come again, and they're going to shoot down his arguments again. They say, they bring up two pretty obscure types of sacrifice. They bring up a sham talui, a guilt offering of suspense, the chatat ha'of al hasafek, the sin offering of a bird that comes because of something that you're not sure if you did. These are two, again, fairly obscure sacrifices, and to be honest, in this context, it almost doesn't matter what kind of sacrifices they are. They say to him, these two kinds of sacrifices, according to your own words, they're going to prove that you're wrong. These two sacrifices, they say, also follow the rule of Baal Totiru. They're also sacrifices that can be eaten, but nothing can be left over until the morning. Nothing, no leftovers is the rule they're following. And you told us about these two sacrifices, that they don't get burnt, but they get buried. They say to Rabbi Yehuda, you are saying that anything that can't be left over gets burnt, but you told us another time that these two sacrifices, which follow the same rule of no leftovers, they get buried. The most important things here is that they're using Rabbi Yehuda's own teaching to get him. They listen to what he said, and now they're reminding him 
But you said this. That's the end of the fighting. The next thing that happens is Shatak Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda was quiet. Finally, after he's brought one example after another, the bad Kalva Homer, all of these other arguments, Rabbi Yehuda has been silenced. He can't really argue with himself, and he can't go back on his own words, so there's nothing he can do. They finally got him by using his own words. But that's not it. There's a punchline. Amar Rabbi Yosef, Rabbi Yosef says, Hainu Amre Inche. This is what the people say. This phrase, Hainu Amre Inche, introduces an Aramaic folk saying, usually a witticism that is very moralistic. So the English equivalents of things like these witticisms would be a stitch in time saves nine, or a bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. But because they're centuries old and Aramaic and from another part of the world, they make even less sense than those things. So the first one here is brought by Rav Yosef, and he says, Kapa de Chata Nagara, Begava Nisraf Chardala. The spoon or the ladle, ladle that a carpenter carved out, in it is going to be burning mustard, or it's going to be burnt with mustard. The best understanding of this is that by the work of his own hands, through the very spoon that he carved, the carpenter or the spoon maker will burn his mouth with mustard. The second we get comes from Abaye, and Abaye says, Sadana besad de mishtalim. He says, the stock maker is going to be in stocks, stocks in prison. The stock maker will be in stocks, and he'll be get his, what's coming to him through the work of his own hands. And then Rava comes with a, a very similar saying, Gira begire miktel midvilya de mishtalim. The arrow maker will be killed with an arrow. He'll get paid back through the work of his own hands. So Rabbi Yehuda, who was just silenced through his own words when his students used his own words to stop his argument, is like this arrow maker who is killed with his own arrow, or like the stock maker who's sitting in stocks, or even like a spoon maker who is burnt with mustard from his own spoon. It's not that Rabbi Yehuda is wrong that makes this an interesting piece. It's the fact that he's wrong and they're proving it to him. With these folk sayings, we get a little bit of a warning. Be careful what you do because it might come back to you. If you're an arrow maker, you might be killed with an arrow. If you're a stock maker, you might end up in prison in your own stocks. If you're a spoon maker, you might end up being burnt with something from your own spoon. And if you are Rabbi Yehuda, if you're a rabbi, your own words might come back to bite you. Even Rabbi Yehuda couldn't avoid this, but he knew how to deal with it. When his students argued back with his own words, they had listened to him, and they were reminding him of what he had said. He knew that there was no more arguing. He didn't come back and say, but that's not what I meant, or that's not what I said. At that point, there was nothing he could do but to be quiet. I hope you've enjoyed today's episode of Daily Daf Differently, and that you'll join us again tomorrow for a new page. The music at the open and close of this episode is Ufros, 
from the Epic Horus album One Bead, available on Bandcamp, iTunes, and Spotify.